Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. My throat, well, who cares? It's a part of the podcasting world. Sometimes you're tired. I've been talking way too much. You know, if I talk from the diaphragm, there I sound a little more smooth, not as crisp. So that tonight I thought I would talk about, it's a Halloween film, but it's a funny Halloween film. From the mind of Mel Brooks, the man of parody, the man of comedy. So about 20 years ago, we buried my grandmother. It was traumatic, it was disturbing, and I looked for something to make me feel. I remember watching Terms of Endearment, thinking, okay, that's not my family, but it it has cancer in it, so it's like, okay... There's some universal aspect to that. But then I needed something to make me laugh. And what made me laugh was Young Frankenstein. Why are we talking about Young Frankenstein? Because even in the craziest of emotional times, it makes you laugh. And, you know, the late, the great Gene Hackman. I mean, I'm sorry, Gene Wilder. Sorry, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is alive and well. One of my favorite actors. Gene Wilder. You know, Mr. Frankenstein, as he's called, but it's really Frankenstein. (sighs) You got Gene Wilder. So many of them are gone. Gene Wilder, Peter Boyle, Marty Feldman, Cloris Leachman still with us, Terry Garr still with us, Kenneth Mars, Madeline Kahn. You know, when Mel Brooks wanted to do this in black and white, the studio was like, "It is it going to make any money? You know, they, they always get worried. Ooh, is it profitable? They don't think, oh, you know, it might be funny. And they let him do it. You know, he had done another movie, and so he had recouped, you know, the, the money that he got from that movie. There's so many moments in Young Frankenstein that I can talk about it off the top of my head. I don't have to look at notes. I don't have to restudy what it meant to me watching Young Frankenstein. First of all, Gene Hackman is in it. In disguise, you would not, we you would have never thought it's Gene Hackman. Where are you going? I was gonna make espresso. Yeah, because he plays a blind man. Very, very. Oh my God! There, there are so many moments in Young Frankenstein. I mean, I, I can name them all off. When I Igor Igor goes to him and he's like. Dr. Frankenstein? It's Frankenstein. You're putting me on. Did you also say Frederick Frankenstein? Frankenstein? No, it's Frederick. Aren't you Igor? No, it's Igor. But they told me, well, they're the wrong men, weren't they? You know, I'm a really good surgeon. I could help you out with that hump. What hump? I mean, there's moments like that. Of course, there's Terry Gar. They come across Terry Gar. Would you like to have a roll in the hay? And the, or they get to the house and the knockers. Oh, my God. What knockers? Oh, thank you, doctor. <laughs> Frau Blucher. You know, the horses. Blucher means glue. So, of course, 
when Cloris Leachman's character Frau Blueher arrives and they say Blueher, the the horses just go wild because they're like, oh no, we're going to the glue factory. Um, put the candle back. I mean, there's that. There's my favorite is um, where he's like, um, uh, <laughs> he finally, you know, he succumbed to the madness, and he's like, Doctor Franken. They're like, Doctor Frankenstein. Are you Frankenstein? Are you all right? My name is Frankenstein, and he just hangs on it. The way he says it out of madness, and he's he's embracing the family name, his destiny, as we shall say. You know, um, of course, there is the famous moment where the monster comes across the little girl. If you've ever seen the original Frankenstein, you know what happens. But in this one, oh gee, we're out of flowers. What should we throw? Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave it up to the imagination. Dr. Frankenstein made me laugh. You know, I, I love parody. I learned through that that Mel Brooks is the king of parodies. You know, from Spaceballs to um, Young Frankenstein to... Oh my goodness. History of the World... Dracula dead or no no did he do no he didn't do Dracula um to Blazing Saddles to the producers you know I'm I'm grateful that Mel Brooks is still with us to two one half of the 2000 year old man rest in peace Carl Reiner these movies you know, of course, of course, Young Frankenstein's on the AFI. You know, I learned a lot about these movies through the AFI. I want to give them a shout out. I love the American Film Institute. Whatever your personal feelings are about the uh, American Film Institute, I wouldn't be immersed within classic films if it weren't for the American Film Institute. A lot of people hear me talk about the American Film Institute and they think that I worked or studied at the American Film Institute. I wish. No. I was just a kid of 18. I just graduated high school. I was watching CBS one night and there it was. And I remember the first one because it was Gene Harlow. And I thought, who is this funny blonde chick? And so, and, and I still have my DVD of 100 Years, 100 Stars. I, I have it in digital form, though, now. I don't think they want to hear that, but it's mine, and I paid for it, so screw you. Oh, my God. Speaking of screwing, there is a really great moment in Young Frankenstein where his girlfriend... Played by the late but great Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn was was pure comedian. Even if she was in a drama like um, Paper Moon, you 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 expected Madeline Kahn to turn on the funny, and she did. And Madeline Kahn was playing Elizabeth, Doctor Frankenstein's girlfriend, and so the monster comes upon um, the girlfriend you know, and takes her away 
And she's like, oh, my God. And she sees, I guess, that he's a little excited to see her. And she's like, oh, my God, woof. And she's like, you know, my father is very rich. He will give you and Calm down. And, and she's like, yo, I'm not that kind of girl. And he gets on top of her. Sweet mystery at life at last I found you And he's just grunting and and um and then the 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 best part it's them afterwards with cigarettes seven or eight or seven has always been my lucky number Come here you hot monster and he hears the music, you know, that violin that that um, hypnotizes the beast, you know, but that all Frankenstein's know. And she's like, what is it? Is it that music? Where are you going? You know, seven, oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones. And then you're off to boast and bar- brag with the boys. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. Yeah. I mean, there's moments like that you're not going to find in the traditional James Whale Frankenstein. But if it's Mel Brooks, you're going to find it because, to use the Yiddish term, they're all mashuga. Mashuga means crazy. It's it's a Yiddish term. I I want to. I learned a lot of the Yiddish. I don't think he was Jewish, but he knew a lot of Yiddish, and that's Robin Williams. Robin Williams, you know, if he ever brought about a character, oh, it was such a schlam. Oh, it was an Ibby in the Caboil. And then, of course, you know, Coffee Talk with Linda Richmond, you know, Mike Myers. And, we're, and, we're, and I'm talking about the comedian Mike Myers, not the Halloween. We're, we're going to talk about Michael Myers soon. You know, I'm, I'm waiting, you know... As the Wicked Witch said, I'm by, I, I want to bide my time before we come to the Pierre Resistance of Halloween. See, I do know a little French. Um, Young Frankenstein. You know, I, I know some people who don't find it funny because the humor is crude. But, blew her. I'm I'm waiting for some horses to go crazy. Unfortunately, we don't have any horses. You know, um, Igor, Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman doesn't get enough credit as Igor. And, you know, this, this this is truly a comedic duo at work. And I love it when they dig up the body and he's like, what? Could be worse. Could be rhyming. Starts raining and he just looks at him like, <laughs> and he gets the abnormal brain. You know, there, there are so many moments within the context of Young Frankenstein. This, this is, I mean, the best though is putting on the Ritz, that musical musical number. You know, Koopa Doopa. You have to watch it if you've never watched Young Frankenstein watch it. If you don't want to watch something scary that has a Halloween-esque je ne sais quoi, then watch Young Frankenstein. Just be careful, though, if you have kids, if they're intelligent, you know, explain the humor to them, okay? You know, I am the child of a scientist, so I, as a little kid, I knew 
that a baby didn't come via a stork. I knew where the baby came from, okay? They told me. I don't remember asking questions, but you know when you're a child and you're inquisitive and you've watched enough soap operas to kind of be like, why do they take their clothes off? Are they taking a bath? Because I, I would always, you know, I, the grown-ups around me would watch soap operas and I'm like, okay, why why are they under the covers? And then, you, you know, you grow up and you learn, oh, they're not naked, okay. You know, I mean, I even, I was taught, you know, nudity is not a bad thing. And so when I watch films that have nudity, you know, it's not a bad thing to me. And, you know, maybe that's the European in me, you know, um, because I think this country, we have a lot of problems with nudity you know, and sexuality. You know, of course, you're not going to, well, you're going to find a little bit of that in Young Frankenstein. That's why I say don't play this for really young kids. You know, there's that moment where Elizabeth and the monster, you know, that's where you have to have the talk but the humor is on point um i will say from a personal standpoint after someone who had just experienced a loss i i hadn't ever experienced a loss like that before i was maybe 20 it was very new to me you know and Comedy helped. There's, you know, there's something about comedy that kind of taps into that. And, you know, I mean, there's there's comedic aspects to terms of endearment that I talked about earlier, but it didn't make me howl with laughter. You know, um, Young Frankenstein kind of... It, it did what those movies during the Depression would do. It, would, it makes you forget... It makes you refocus and recalibrate, you know. And I was heartbroken when Gene Wilder died. I truly was. Um, but, you know, when... And, and I have experienced this family-wise today. Is that when one person dies and then the other one dies, they're together again. You know, so with Gene Wilder, he's, he's together again with Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner, who was... Gilda Radner would have been great in Young Frankenstein. She was such a versatile comedian, you know, and whenever people ask me about, well, who's your favorite on Saturday Night Live? I said, well, she's no longer with us, and that's Gilda Radner. I was able to, through SNL doing the classics, learn about Gilda Radner and think, oh, my God, she's hilarious. This, This is the creme of the crop right there. So with Young Frankenstein, there's just so much in it. There's so much in it. I'm so glad I discovered it when I did. And I know so many of the the moments by heart. That's when you know it's a good movie, is that it lives inside you. So, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Young Frankenstein. My name is Frankenstein! Frankenstein!